It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. All right, everybody, welcome back to Golf DMV, a special birthday edition of Golf DMV. No, not my birthday, not Vern's birthday, LB's birthday. Happy birthday, the old, LB. The, the old man's birthday today. <laughs> the old man's birthday. But moving young, moving younger than ever on his birthday. We've got a lot to get to. We'll get to LB's birthday weekend and some of the things he was able to get into. Also, we'll talk a little bit of PGA Junior League, where my son Manny finished up this weekend. Um, Vern is – so anyone who knows this show or listens to it, or at least hears uh, me or uh, LB explain a little bit about Vern and dives into his psyche. Like Vern dives deep into things, right? And so about um, uh, two or three weeks ago, we started talking about how many people do you have in your golf group? You know what I mean? Because we we were going through cycling maybe about eight to maybe eight to 10 names or so of people who we reach out to via text when we have a round coming up. And some people can come, some people can, some are weekday players. They don't play weekends. So, so, so we, we started to think, man, we got to expand the number. And I'm saying, I don't know if we need to expand the number. I think that our group is probably on the larger than average size. So anyway, um, Vern took that one conversation and then he started breaking up different categories of golfers. Then he made even more categories of golfers. And so we'll kind of dive into his mind there uh, with that. And speaking of um, uh, uh, Vern, we're going to dive into the fashion game because uh, I realized something what the pandemic did to me with the mm-hmm. whole golf fashion game that I just realized this past week. And I've got to break that cycle. And I, and I started to break it uh, today. Today being Sunday. Uh, what is it? The 16th? Is it? 16th, 16th. Yes. Okay. The, the day 16th. that will live in infamy. Yes, yes, because it is Lawrence Brooks' actual birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Lawrence. Also joining the show, we've got our buddy uh, Garrett Harding, uh, now of Golf Tech. And so before we jump into the PGA Championship, because we've got to do a preview of that, we've got some uh, uh, degenerate gambling information for anyone who wants to put some money on some stuff. Right. We'll go into that. Uh, but before we do that, Garrett, welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging out. And you're now at Golf Tech. Catch everybody up with what's going on with you since the last time you've been around. Thanks for having me again, guys. It's been a while. Last time I was on with you guys, I think we were at Lake Presidential and mm-hmm. room. Um, yeah. yeah, man. So just been at Golf Tech since January. It's been insane. I think I've already taught 850 half-hour lessons already. Jeez. Uh, well, <laughs> question. question. So you yep. taught 850 um, uh, half-hour lessons now. Mm-hmm. I did take a lesson with you. How many of those 850 players are worse than me? A good amount. Perfect, my man. That's, exactly what, <laughs> that's what I wanted be, to hear. You would be surprised. You'd be surprised. I've, I've, I've seen everything from a three handicap all the way up until a forty. I'm closer. To, I'm closer to three than forty. I'm closer to three than I am to forty. But anyway, <laughs> go right ahead, Gary. Yeah, it's with. been it's been great experience. Like when I was at Lake Presence, I didn't really get a lot of experience to teach what I think I know. So it's been cool to kind of validate what I know um, and be able to actually teach more people just to see what I believe in works. Um, and just getting way more reps, you know, like 800 half hours is 800 half hours done mm-hmm. 31 fittings in March. Wow. Yeah, wow. 31 club fittings in March. That was, yeah, that was probably the best part. So folks are playing a lot now, you know what I mean? They're playing yeah, out, they're great. getting out, they want to get these lessons. Yeah, no, no. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead Brian. Yeah, I was going to ask, I, I was going to ask, so, uh, all these reps have, have you, is, is there such a thing as like finding your voice basically as an instructor where like you said, like, yeah, I have an idea about how this should work, but I need like a lot, you know, more reps to, to really test that out. And that, that's pretty much what's, what's happened. Like, when yeah, you, I think like, more so style or whatever. Golf tech's structure is so good that like it forces people to stay booked on my schedule. So mm-hmm. like, you pretty much come in consistently like once a week or once every two weeks because our booking system is so great. Like that's, I can't, that, that part of golf tech is priceless to me. I like presidential or public clubs. Like sometimes it's hard to get people to come in consistently. So like I've been able to be with people like my first student I've been with since January and now it's May. And he's been with me once every week for, you know, a couple months. It's great to see wow. differences wow. like coming over the top 20 degrees out to in to now five degrees into out and hitting a seven iron one seventy instead of one forty. Like that's cool to be verified. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's been awesome, man. The fitting part's been great. Seeing like I've seen people come in with clubs from like before the ping I twos, 
and think that, like they're not going to get benefits out of newer technology. And then LB. see, LB. Yeah, I'm, yeah. and then seeing the distance gains. I had a guy go from 135 carry with a seven iron all the way up to 175. Wow, that's wow. like my most extreme, but you know that still happened, which was cool to see. So right. it's been awesome, man. Just tons of experience, more reps. You know, the only way to become a better coach, more and more and more. Yeah. Nice. The, the thing I like so much is uh, is the technology um, there at Golf Tech, and mm-hmm. you know, as going from someone who may have have had all that to their disposal to now you've got it. What do you think about all of it, and how quick was it to to adapt to it and be able to utilize it in in, in your coaching? Luckily, I, I knew I knew the numbers kind of, but I didn't answer like apply them and actually look at them. I could kind of guess like someone's swing path, but to actually see it now and like get the actual number data is way better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to have like the actual USB cameras that are way faster frame by frame than my iPhone has been awesome. Uh, not having to worry about lugging trackmans or a flight scope back and forth home to there, it's just there. You know, right. I, I love it, man. Nice. Uh, nice. So, so as an actual instructor, because so you probably don't know if you know it, Gary, but basically we had a whole fitting saga with myself yep. and, and Lawrence, everybody, and so we we got Lawrence to go see to get a second opinion on his fitting. He went and saw the golf doctor and was amazed at I guess his spin numbers, how mm-hmm. simply attacking a single number mm-hmm. brought his uh, his uh, his distance up. So you, as a professional, can you just please tell the golf DMV audience? Uh, it's not always yeah. about speed. There's a number of things that you can you can track there at Golf Tech that will yeah. affect a person's you know, you know mm-hmm. something that you can uh, help address somebody's swing to, you know to get a positive out- impact or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Like if someone comes in with a driver and they launch it at 17 degrees and spin it at 5,000 RPMs, right? If I can get them a driver that comes from 17 degrees of launch down to 12, and I cut their RPMs by 2,000, like they're going to gain 20 to 30 yards. That's without mm. mess- swing. Mm-hmm. Um, same with irons. Like most people. It's getting a little tougher in these days with irons because they're so lo- their lofts are so much stronger now. Right. I found that like through a lot of my fitting, seeing people that come in with older clubs, they like when I check their numbers with their clubs, they spin it a lot more and they launch it a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Newer clubs, I found that the spin's always a little bit lower, but they launch way higher. So okay. it's it's not been tough, but it's been interesting to find the balance of like someone that wants to maybe hit the new Sim twos, and they hit them fifteen to twenty yards farther and they launch them higher, but their spin's kind of low. fitter and then as like just you know person that cares about who i'm fitting like spinning it enough like you're not going to still hold greens unless i can get your launch way higher Mm. newer newer clubs has been a little interesting to see like how they don't spin as much for some people until you find like the right shaft matchup head matchup yada 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 Right. Well, and I would say that that's the beauty of golf tech to where if somebody comes in for like a i don't know like a a a full like hey fitting and lesson and everything else Mm -hmm. the point being you have a you have a full slate of data to attack, so it's like cool. All, all gonna, the data, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna with yeah. your swing. I'm gonna get you into out, and then you will change your angle of attack. Like I can attack three numbers that have nothing to do with like swing speed or anything else, and you know yep. get you distance or more mm-hmm. spin or whatever they're trying to get. Yeah. So the, the point is, is like you know for the old people out there who who think oh I, this feels good, this still feels good to me. Yeah, your feel isn't real, man. You need to go get it <laughs> yeah. right. checked out. Yeah. 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 Anyone that thinks an old driver from 2000 doesn't think that they'll benefit from newer technology. Sorry, <laughs> you know, fifteen to twenty yards, no doubt about it. Right, right. You know what's interesting too, Garrett, is when we went in for fittings. Um, you know, we were like, "I'm not going to be married to any specific type of brand. Like, it doesn't Good. matter to me. Whatever mm-hmm. the numbers say, that's what I'm going to go for." Do you run into uh, uh, customers or clients uh, who are coming in for fittings? And you're trying to tell them, I know you saw the commercials, you know, with the Sim 2s and DJ says that it's, he's hitting it 30 yards further and that it's so yeah. great. And I know you saw the Crowbar driver commercials with Lexi Thompson and Bryson DeChambeau and they're crushing it. But these aren't the clubs for you. Like you need to hit these Wilsons or whatever it is. But right. it's not the brand that they are infatuated with. Like, have you run into that and you're trying to convince them, just look at the numbers. Look at the results on the screen. Uh-huh. Right. Like you, you can't hit these, you know, <laughs> what happens yeah. when you get that, 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 that whole thing, that back and forth. I luckily haven't had that big of a problem, but the <laughs> people that I run into that have that problem are Titleist people. Titleist guys, I'm sorry, yeah. but they are the most brand loyal people yep. that I've, that I've met. <laughs> they're, oh. they're always Titleist head to toe, no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. Got a couple guys out of Titleist stuff. That's always a good feeling. Um, <laughs> I was 
I would say most of the time, no, I haven't had that big of a problem. Uh, I, I Clubs have come such a long way now. Like, they're all good. So, like, what is good for someone else won't be good for somebody else. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, if I ask someone, like, hey, is there a specific brand you want to try? Nine times out of ten, I can still fit them into that brand, and they're still getting really good numbers. Okay. So and this is where the shafts come into play. This is what the, at least the, the you know the golf doctor told me. Like when he's talking about like he said a similar thing where it's, uh, uh, he said a similar thing where basically it's like um you know the plethora of shafts that I have are going to help me get the whatever club head or you know whatever you're looking for uh, the performance out of whatever brand you're looking for. That's yeah. usually where you can find. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, for sure. It, I mean, it depends on what you have. Like you know he probably has way more than we might have access to. I mean, we have access to tons of shafts. Right. Yeah. I mean, most of the time you can, as long as, as long as you have the right shaft, whether it be steel, graphite, stiff, regular, um, weight's really important too. Right. When it comes to weight, weight's really big. Um, but yeah, as long as you can find them a shaft decently close, yeah, they'll, they'll get, they'll get their optimal results. Ha- have you, have you had to crush anyone's manhood and recommend graphite shafts or, or yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. I don't say it. So unfortunately, all of our shafts are labeled too well. Uh, I had a gentleman who just couldn't generate enough club head speed. He just couldn't swing fast enough. And right. like some people don't want to hear that. So like I kind of quiet my fittings and I just build the clubs as I go. Right. And kind of say like, hey, this shaft's lighter. Hey, this club's stronger, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like look down at the butt end of the club. And he was like, Garrett, does L stand for ladies? I was like, don't think of it as a lady shaft. Think, think of it as light. Yeah. yeah. No, L stands for light. Yeah, it's a 45-gram graphite iron shaft. That's what it is. Yeah. So he laughed about it and was cool about it. And, I mean, he couldn't deny the number difference. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but see, and that's the thing, though. It's like when you see the results, yeah. if you really are trying to get better and it's not a pride thing, you're, you're, you're like, you know what? If this is what works, then yeah. this is what works. You know what I mean? And you talk about the, even the titleless people. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, if you have someone who comes in and they've got a bag and they've got PXG clubs and that they probably spent $2,000 on, or what's yeah. the other brand that, um, was it, XXIO? I don't even know if that's how you yeah. say it. No, that's right. Like, and they've got, and they're super expensive and mm-hmm. they come in with these and you're just looking like, you can't hit with these. You wasted $4,000. <laughs> yeah. There are some, you know, tailor-made whatever's or some Callaway, you know, Mavericks or something that's going to cost you $800. You're going to hit much better, much better. Yeah. And you can't argue and you can't argue with what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I most I haven't had anyone come in with super high in clubs yet, not be able to hit them. Luckily I haven't, mm-hmm. but I have had people that just come in with, I mean, like the Callaway X 14s, which are from, oh. yeah, I, I, in one week I saw like four of them, four sets. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And everyone gained twenty yards that had those. Like, yeah, everyone yeah, did. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were excited. So from I, from the oh, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say the one thing I'm more surprised that people don't get fitted for and golf tech. This was eye opening. Is putters. I think mm-hmm. I told you about it one time when you and me were DMing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like we have the Adele putter fit, uh, Adele putter fitting system at um, Golf Tech, or one of a couple like beta centers. That is like mind blowing. Like getting people that aim eight to nine inches left of where they think they're aimed. <laughs> like non exaggeration, like low, high, like the it's so and then to see like the difference and then the weight difference with what you can do with counterweighting or putting weight in the butt of the grip. Right. A head heavier, like all that cool stuff where your lines are on your putter face dictate where your eyes go. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. I like more people should without a doubt get um fitted. Putter fitting. Yep. Doesn't need yeah. to be an Adele, but it needs to be fit for you. Have you, have you used it? Did you use it for your for yourself? Did you yeah. try it out? Okay. Yeah, I can't use blades. Okay. I am, way too, I am way too far uh, right for me. Way okay. too far right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And nice. I need a, and I need a really heavy putter. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. I, think, okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, if you ever if you ever leave your putts really short, you need a lighter putter. If you blow everything by, just kind of general rule, you need a heavier putter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. And that tip, ladies and gentlemen, free, courtesy of Golf DMV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 you can find them at uh, Golf Tech. Looks like you had another thing to ask, Vern. I said one more, yeah. So, uh, so See, here's we, what's funny, too. It's like you, you can tell the different personalities of golfers because when we get the instructors on, we go in on the questions like, okay, so when it comes to the spin rate and with the <laughs> <ask away. laughs> <Ask away. laughs> Yeah, no, no, not, nothing nerdy. I just, I'm just uh, going to ask you the same thing I asked, uh, I think it was McKenzie, McKenzie Mack. Um, in in golf instruction for you, uh, <clears throat> what's uh, 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 what's one thing that you hear all the time that's absolutely true, 
And then one thing you hear all the time that you that's absolutely false, like one of the the, the common common myths and a common truth or something like that. <clears throat> that's a damn good question. Um... Yeah, like when you're teaching it, this 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 yeah. always comes up. Like, hey, you hear this all the time. This is legit. But yeah, yeah. Um, the most cringe is keep your head down. That okay. that, that drives me nuts. Stop <laughs> saying that. Okay. Um, yeah, that that drives. I I hear that five times a day in lessons. Like, oh, I picked my head up. No, you didn't. You didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> um, but but you know what? When I was first starting playing golf, that's what everybody who you everybody. would play with would mm-hmm. say. Like, oh man, just keep your head down. You do. Oh, you lift, oh, lift my head up. Oh, you just, like, and it's it. like, yeah, it's yeah. weird. They it's mean weird. well, but like they're just not saying it the right way. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> it's not. It's not your head. It's your upper body is coming up. Yeah, it's exactly. The ball. It's your chest and shoulders. Yeah, some yeah. like some people keep their head down for too long, and it's actually a hindrance to them. It doesn't help them. Right. Mm-hmm. Can't rotate. Yeah. Whenever I hear that in a lesson, I literally go to Google, YouTube. I type in Dustin Johnson, Annika Sorenstein, or David Duvall, and I just pull yeah. the video. And then, like, the conversation stops there. Right. Wow. <laughs> there it is. And then we move on. Okay. I love it. Um, I can see. I can see it now. Someone reaching out for a lesson. Gears. Like, okay. So what's what's the main problem? Where you want to prove? Hmm. Well, I just really want to keep my head down. When I, I, I hear it on the phone. I, I hear that on the phone all the time. Whenever I do our call. Because I don't, we have to call the student before, and we get to know more about him. I just really need to keep my head yeah. down. That's my. If I could do that, then I'd be. I'd be good. That's great. Every time. Um, <laughs> if I could just keep my head. Down. What do I hear out there that's true? Yeah, a, co- a common, a common golf saying that, or something in instruction that we hear all the time that is that does work. That's legit. Um. <clears throat> oh man, that's a good question. Because there's stuff that works for everyone that doesn't work for everyone at the same time. That's what she said. Yeah, and she, her, um, I think her thing was like about chipping. She was like, oh, you know, most people look where they want to chip and they should be chipping short of that. That's one thing that she's Yeah, that's a good point. Over. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say like, eh, no, because that's not true. I was going to say like, you know, not breaking your wrist down at impact while you're chipping. But like there are guys on tour that kind of somewhat early release it and they're great chippers. So that, oh, okay. That that actually is a good question. It's hard to say because like some stuff that will work for you might not work mm-hmm. and might not work for Brooks. And that like that, that does happen to me. Okay. Because it does okay. depend on like mobility, how much you can turn, you know, A, B, C, D, and E. So we're more likely to get bad, bad uh, uh, information out there than good. Like the good stuff, you know, we can apply that to each person, but like people will circulate trash information, like keep your head down or, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. You're standing up too early or whatever, you know, go see a professional. Yeah. yeah I, I'm not sure that there's a lot of misinformation. I think that people just don't know how to deliver the information. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And like, just everyone's different. You have to understand the student you're working with. And like, if you don't truly understand the golf swing and how different matchups work in a swing, like you can really mess somebody up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Really okay. So now I got it. Okay. <laughs> LB, uh, you need to hit it more straight and Claude, you need more speed. Right, yeah. right, basically. <laughs> I understand my student. Oh, you know what? Uh, no, no, I was going to say something that's not true. No, I'm, trying, I'm still trying to think of something that is true. Yeah, that's cool. Take your time and think about it, man. If it comes yeah, up we got on the show, just, yeah. just interrupt us. But speaking of LB, and speaking of the show, LB's birthday, legit birthday today, we're on, recording on, and thank you for that kind of dedication, Lawrence, Amen. to record actually on his birthday and exactly. after his birthday round at Blue Mash. Let's talk about your birthday weekend, the things mm-hmm. you don't, the things you wish to disclose. Um, and let's start with basically let's talk top golf and blue match. Let's start with top yeah, golf because yeah. this was your first time not going to top golf uh, because we went there in Orlando, but we just ate and we went right. there to interview Ariel Dawson mm-hmm. um, on golf DMV podcast. Shout out to yeah. Ariel. Go back and listen to that uh, show. But you went there to play this time. Right. What was your right. thoughts? Yeah. So a friend of mine, uh, Brenda Gilbert, put together her brother's birthday was actually yesterday, the 15th of May. So she had put together this outing for us to all go and And, and shout out, out to Brenda Gilbert, by the way. Yeah. She listens to the show. She's got a couple hats. Shout yep. out to Brenda. Got a face mask and everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good friend. Yep. Good friend. Yeah, Comes so, out to help yeah. feed the homeless on every on, on certain Sundays as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She's, yeah, we've been friends. We've known each other. We grew up together. So in the same uh, church. So I've known I've known Brenda for shoot 40 years, probably. Uh, so she put this together and I, her cousins, I hadn't seen in some time too. So I got, it was almost like a reunion almost, uh, and her, with her brother as well. So my brother came, I took my grandson with me. Uh, we had a, you know, we had a good drive down other than traffic, terrible DC traffic, but so we get to top golf and we have two bays. Um, and the way she did it was we all paid ahead of time, uh, a, a fee that included food. So we, we set up the games and we just started playing. Uh, I took my clubs with me. Uh, I was advised to take my clubs, which I'm, I'm thank you, Vern. I'm glad I did. 
Um, people they give some people they give me the side eye, like why is he bringing his clubs into a place like this? But because I play golf, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. these generic trash <laughs> right? Because at one point, the it was another. We were toward the end of the row, so it was right. only one bay to our right, right left, uh, and there was a group over there. And at one point, I, I didn't, I never looked up, but I heard the guy say, "Look at that guy over there. He plays. See, because I had a glove on. Every, nobody else had on a glove. So I, <laughs> I love it. Top golf. If you feel like a, a effing hero out there, you know what I'm saying? It's the people that have right. no idea what golf is. <laughs> so everybody in, in the group that I was, it was nine of us. I was the only person who played golf. My brother has played in the past, but he played one season. And it's like, nope, this ain't for me. And he, he never played again. That was probably 15 years ago. Um, my grandson, I've taken him to the range a couple of times. He has no real interest in it, so he's trash. Um, <laughs> and the other people, nobody, all the ladies had never played. So, again, it was just, yeah, it was, they were like sweeping the ball off of the mat, right. basically. Uh, so it was it was fun because, I, you know, we played a little game. I think I beat him by 150 points or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was fun. It was expensive as hell. Uh, I, I I didn't realize how expensive it was until at the end when the bill was like 600 bucks for us to, to get out of that place. <laughs> TG getting that um, paper, baby. Yeah, they, they really are. I mean, they should be making their money. I mean, because uh, right. it was every bay was full. People were waiting. When we came out, it was people waiting to come in. Um, so it was fun. Um, so fast forward yeah. that night we were at dinner and the, okay. um, and I was a little late for, we was a little bit late for our reservation. Cause I had to come from Oxford Hill to go home, change, get the wife and then go out to the restaurant. So when we get there, we were about 15, 10, 15 minutes late. So I get to talking to the uh, waiter and he asked, uh, he saw my golf DMV match. We got to talking and uh, he gave me his golf story. You know, he had started playing, he had a kid and it kind of stopped playing and just all that. He said, well, what about top golf up the street, which is up, you know, at this up the street for here was Gaithersburg, Germantown location. Germantown, yeah. mm-hmm. So he said, was that a good place for me to go and practice? I was like, eh, no, I, I would say no. If you want to practice, go to a golf course, go to a range, take mm-hmm. some lessons. I said, that is more of a, you want to go to Fridays and get something to eat and, and hit some balls? That's what top golf is. Yeah. You know, it's not, it, it is entertainment. It is not really for golfer. I, I mean, it's the only reason I went because my friends were going there. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I wouldn't be there. I, wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't go there for the food. And I wouldn't go there and I wouldn't go there for the golf. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I went. Yeah. If it's for entertainment purposes only. It's a great place to play golf. No. To eat. I would say no. But you had fun. You had fun, though. Oh, I did. Yeah. Because of the people we were because of the company. with. If you yeah, can't yeah, tell. Because people. of the company. Yeah. Now, because you could hit like, were you were you stunting in front of everybody? Like, you know, no, absolutely. No, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when we started out in the first, the first little hole, the first game, you know, they have a whole little circle out there. It's like a hundred yards away. I mean, I was just dropping them in them joints. I mean, it was like, you know, I could close my eyes. I was hitting them in there. And, and they I were, impre- one, and they were like, impressed, weren't they? They were just oh, impressed. absolutely. Because they was about to dribbling the ball and this and that. Mine was just, you know, a nice launch on them right into the plant. And oh, I got oh, one in the, in the center hole, too. And I was like 20 points, you know what I mean? Right, right at the pin. Go ahead. So is this so is this conversation what is this? And Gary may be able to tell us he's a good golfer. Is this the conversation like pros and good golfers have at Pro-Ams? around trash people when they get away like hey did you see me on par five i hit a trash i only hit it to like seven feet these guys were like clapping this, this, this guy sucks <laughs> must be what it feels like for it to be like good or whatever that's right. like, yeah, yeah. i'm sorry keep going over. yeah well it did it did make me feel good about my game because my game is really trash you know what i mean but compared to people who are who can't do anything they couldn't even hold a club i had to give i had to give club holding lessons yeah. to another to one of the guys because he was Doing so I'm like, no, dude, that's not even not even close to right. right. Um, so, <laughs> so I showed him how to grip the club kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. A couple of people I showed how to grip. A couple of people, you know, try to give them some, uh, just just turn your body. Don't just do your arm things, this thing you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so it, it did boost my confidence a lot in my own game um, around people who couldn't play at all. They're like, geez, but yeah. at least I'm not like these guys. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but the funny part, there was a time where I was like those people, you know what I mean? Who couldn't, couldn't even do that. So, yeah, toward the end, I was hitting into the net in the back. Hitting, I was just whacking drivers into the net. I was trying to get to Vern's 150, 151 uh, swing speed, yeah. but I only, only got to 136. So, oh, <laughs> I could get ball speed. 
Ball Steen, I'm sorry. I wish. Yeah, Ball <laughs> I, wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna correct you, but I, I got guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> he you know, was like, no, that's ride, but not. He's like, nah. I'm the Garrett, guest. I wasn't gonna say anything. Garrett, <laughs> Garrett so Top Golf, is it your, your kind of spot to go hang out, or is it like, ah, I don't know if I want to. I've never been to Top Golf. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's no, my luck, no, in my luck, they won't even have left-handed clubs. <laughs> no, they do, and they are even more trash than the regular clubs. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So moving on to LB's further one in the birthday weekend, mm-hmm. the round at Blue Mash. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. Blue Mash, number one, always in great condition. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Usually the, the service is, is great with food and beverage. There was a little bit of issues with that during the round, but that was only because the young lady at the bar was training three other young ladies. Like one, uh. was, I think it was like her, two of them was like their, their second day there, and the other one was like her second week. And so... There's one woman who really knew what she was doing. She was trying mm-hmm. to train the other ones on what they were doing. But, I mean, Blue Mash is always yeah. always good. Now, I will say this. For a noon tea time and a 12-10 tea time, we had the two back-to-back. I do think it, the price was a little, little pricey for noon and 12-10 because it ended up being, what, like 90 bucks or something like that? 90 bucks, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a little pricey for a Sunday at noon. Yeah, um, so when I when I checked in and, and, and paid, I was talking, I think his name was Frank. You, remember, you guys remember, I think his name was Frank at the desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. And, yeah, and uh, I made note of it when he, when I paid the other guy who was helping him for the for the round, and he said, do you want range balls? And I, I, I stopped, I'm like, hold up, what do you mean, do I want range balls? Of course I want range balls, aren't they included? They've always been included in the past. Right. Now, Joe apparently has changed that, where range balls are no longer included in the in the feed. Um, and I made, and I said something to this guy, Frank, who seemed to be in charge, at least up that part of the, of the, <laughs> of the, uh, shop. And I said, and we, he and I got to this dialogue about it. He said, yeah, I told him, I said, you know, tell Joe, raise the price, f- price $5 and throw in the range balls. Yeah. But that way I don't feel like I'm getting psychologically it just feels better. Right. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm getting nickel and dime. And that's like with Frank. So he said, yeah, I, I agree with you. Just raise it. And nobody, you, he said, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you, you buy a hamburger and you got to pay extra for the cheese. You know, now, just, by the way, let me know. say this. Joe Hills, uh, owner of Blue Match, who listens to the show, has been mm-hmm. on the show. You know, we love Joe Hills. Yeah. And so Frank may not have wanted you to share on the show that he agrees that Joe oh. Hills is Nicholas Well, no, I, I, no, so I gave Frank, Frank a might car. might be in trouble. Well, it, that's on Frank then, because Frank told me. <laughs> I, I gave he Frank a car. Out, I said, mm-hmm. Frank, I'm going to talk about this on the show. He said, yeah, he go said ahead. That. I said, okay. Yeah, yeah. Trust and by the way, believe, Glenn, will. Glenn, who was with us today, uh, Joe, as far as Maryland courses, he says, you know, Waverly Woods is number one in his book and Blue Mash is 1A. And you, yeah. Joe knows we love. He knows yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I told I told Frank. I said we know Joe. I said Joe's gonna when you show Joe this car, he's gonna know exactly who we are. Yeah. Uh, do so you, yeah, do, I got. Do you know I, who I am. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's like, hey, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. But it was it was a good round. Um. Uh. I birdied the first hole, so mm-hmm. I was like, it was my birthday wish. I guess it's all gonna go downhill from here, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it pretty much did. <laughs> but not just that but the weather did too i mean by the time we yeah. were on the back nine it started to rain and when the drizzle came, I thought, rain. okay yeah. yeah we were going to be fine you know all the news reports i mean yeah. i'm i'm watching lauren ricketts on channel four in the morning and i love lauren ricketts and she said you know everything was going Me to be too. fine maybe mm-hmm. some drizzle depending on where you are but you're good and and and, and for 40 minutes it was just down point yeah. and then we saw there was yeah. lightning and thunder yes. thunder yeah we had to mm-hmm. yeah we, we we went inside and the poor young ladies at the bar and you thought that they were busy before uh yeah <laughs> so they were just trying to keep their heads above water. Bro, the, club, the clubhouse was just full of bros just yeah. in there eating yeah. snagging and no mask even because my mask was in the cart in hey. the torrential downpour I, and i was not going to get it so. I mean, yeah, it looks like we were at the, uni- at the university of texas softball game with all these people stacked together with no masks <laughs> Two weeks vaccinated. I'm testing the hell out this this uh this Pfizer. This right, we're exactly. Gonna, we're gonna find I out. just got yeah. my second shot too, so I'm really gonna see if this thing is going to work. Hey, it works, it works. Yeah, it was oh, a man. fun round. I, I enjoyed the round. And I, and the guys paid for my round too, so I want to thank you all for that as well. Uh Sherman came out. I hadn't seen Sherman in quite some time. So he and I played the front nine and I guess that one hole before the storm came out. Um uh, so it was good to see him and catch up on his life and what's going on in his world. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely pre- appreciate you guys uh, uh, fronting around for me today, and I, I appreciate it. It was, a, it was a good birthday. It was a good birthday. I even shot at eighty nine after all that crap. So 
check that out. Yeah. 17. All right. Yep. Yep. Sweet, sweet. Vern, any thoughts on Blue Mash? Everything good? Uh, it was cold and it rained and uh, I didn't play well. So, you know, hold on. I mean, I fumbled the bag a little bit. I did all right. I did, I did all right. I, I still I got a three, uh, 309, 309 yard drive. So, there, there was that. So, I'm still. That's what I was going to say. The, the driver is still. still I mean, the, the, yeah. the length off the tee box for you is still ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. See, you see, Garrett taught me once. That's why he's surprised. He said, he said, no, yeah. he's like, this, was like hmm, this trash guy. Out. Nine's up there, man. That's long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been, I was in a sixteen-week off-season program with this, uh, with this uh, guy JP out of Louisiana. He's a TPI guy. And he, there you go. All these, all these doing all these exercises and spending money on gear, but it's good. It's good. It's good for the game. It works. Uh, the right. it good. works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It does, and it does. And LB, LB, you had some longer shots too, and you just got, yeah. I think, yeah. your ripstick or whatever you. The, yeah, the, I got a. Um, so I got. I didn't spend the three. I would, how much are the speed sticks? Two hundred dollars. Uh, two hundred bucks. Yeah. Two hundred bucks. So uh, because I am who I am, I got some for a hundred dollars. Yeah. I got a knockoff brand, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a another uh, sweet swing swing right two club. I got off Craigslist for forty bucks from a guy. Yeah. Yep. So I've been using those two and also increased my home exercise routine that I normally do. I just incorporated some of some of Garrett's exercises uh, that he that I've seen him use and he's posted some, some of his stuff on, on Instagram. So I've incorporated some of those exercises into my regular routine um, and I use my speed sticks every day. Um, as prescribed, and yeah I, I, yeah, I think I've seen some improvement already. JP's exercises or Garrett's? Uh, uh, JP's. Mm-hmm. I don't know, LB. I don't know. What are you no? doing there? Yeah, no, JP. You say you said Garrett. Oh, I said Garrett. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So you just saw a white man in the Garrett. chat. You just threw any. Yeah. Just threw any. Yeah. Still gotta check out my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm messing. Oh, now, Garrett, have you have you played blue? Ma- you played blue mass before? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple times. What, what do you what do you think about the course? Your golf course is hard. Mm-hmm. Golf. Um, trying to think. I think it's two, three, and four are brutal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long par three, and then a brutal par five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good golf course. It's just tough. I caddied for my buddy in the U.S. Open qualifier there once. It's good okay. Course. okay. Okay. So uh, I'm sorry. Another another note. That number two hole. Uh, the guy who we played with today, mm-hmm. whose name I forgot. Uh, Jerome, uh, Jerome. <laughs> he he's a member there, and he was saying that they're going to take number two. They're talking about moving it back and make it a par five. Oh, okay, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's a brutal par four now. I mean, they nobody should, they should make there. three or five. Is it no? I'm talking. Maybe that's what I'm talking about. Then three. The f- yeah. Isn't it number two? To- yeah, number two, going back the other way. Yes, yeah, number three. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, number yeah, three, number three. I'm sorry, number three. three. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, long. Yeah, right. yeah, number two's now. But yeah. by the yeah. way. I mean, I can't think of um, maybe I'm thinking of maybe Worthington's first hole was tough before they removed a lot of the, you know, the, the, the thick grass and stuff. Tall grass. But mm-hmm. I can't think about uh, I can't think of a tougher uh, three hole start than Blue Mash's one, two and three. That's and even that even that even four is, is a long par four. But I mean, one, you got and, and this is nothing about that's characteristic of Blue Mash and Waverly is that. There are just there there are sort of specific holes on that course where you have to be able to just play you have to you have to play the game you've got to be able to place the ball in specific places to mm-hmm. have a decent second shot and so you can try to go driver all the time all you want or, but you but it, it, but if it isn't isn't working for you you've got to be able to place it in certain spots and 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 one is that way where you got to be able to place it to set yourself up for a good second shot number two deceptively long and it gets narrow the closer you get to the mm-hmm. green. And then three is just long. Three is yeah. wide open, but it is long, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I can't think of a tougher yeah. start to any course in this area than Blue Mash is one. Yeah. Did, I, did, I, did I remind you that I, I birdie number one today? Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Plus uh, 17, what you got? 89. <laughs> 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 just, all right. So we'll move on, on uh, into <laughs> the next topic. Uh, so, yeah, Blue Mash is fun for LB's birthday. Happy birthday, my man. Uh, just real quick. Uh, the Manny's uh, PGA Junior League is over. Uh, they uh, played uh, sat- this past Saturday for um, the bronze medal. His team won. He won his match, and the team won. The team finished uh, four four and one, and he ended up four and one individually. So they're handing out all these certificates at the end. You know, some kids get best putter, 
and you know they're just kind of doing that you know there were three kids who who did get uh, most improved and they really were most improved i, I okay. mean from the beginning of the season i mean these kids never swung a club you can tell and, they, and that was fine but you know best putter or the longest hitter it was just kind of going to kids who probably you know he was trying to get mm. get some certificates give everybody something and so something. as he's going through all this stuff and he's calling out all these other kids name and stuff like this and he gets down to the last certificate Manny then, and I'm, it's just interesting to see how your kids think. He's eight right. years old. He turns around to me uh, and Sierra and he says, this leaves me for MVP. This leaves me for MVP. And sure <laughs> enough, the guy says, and for MVP, Claude. And he's all clapping like, yes, I knew it. I knew it. You know, but he played well. You know what I mean? He's, and his parents are <laughs> clapping and high-fiving him. Because when he's playing rounds with other people's kids, he talks to the parents and asks them about their kids. Very, very he, affable. He asks, yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys been around him. He's very yeah. social and, and he doesn't, and LB made mention this a few weeks ago. Like he doesn't, he doesn't converse the way an eight year old does. I mean, he no. talks about, you know, he, just, he talks mm. about grown up stuff. <laughs> yeah. Very smart. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so that was kind of cool. He had his little MVP certificate in his, in his, in his broad medal and his trophy. And so, and, and um, his coach said he thinks he should probably try out for the all-star team this summer because he thinks he, he thinks he can make it. So, so okay. he'll try it out. And he was, he, he, he thought when I said, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm playing golf Sunday, you know, LB's birthday. He says, okay, cool. What are the tee times and how, how many of us are going? He thought because LB the, the last three or four weeks, you've, we've played golf yeah. with him uh, two yeah. out of the last three weeks um, at Northwest. So he thought because it was your birthday that he was invited. <laughs> he was an um, auto invite. Exactly. <laughs> I had to explain like, so this is a little different than the inside man at Northwest. It's, you know, so anyway, so that's the update. Um, update there. Let's get to this PGA Championship preview. Snuck up on us this next major, and LB yeah. and I were talking about Garrett. We'll start with you, and then we'll go to Vern. LB and I were saying that out of all the the, the, the four majors, you know, you've got the Masters, the U.S. Open, the Open Championship, the PGA Championship. Yeah. That that this discussion as far as which one's everyone's favorite, but it usually only revolves around the Open Championship, U, the U.S. Open, and the Masters. No one really says, I don't know, guys, PGA Championship, that's my one. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but but is, is, it, is it one of your favorites, Garrett? And then we'll go Vern, or I mean, where is it in your list? It's just kind of like, uh, it's the fourth it's just, one. It's just boring. There's nothing to it. <laughs> like the players, the players, the players is exciting, even though it's not a major. Uh, I, there's just no buzz around it for some reason. There never really has been. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Masters is the Masters, right? Like, and the Open has so much history to it. And then the right. U.S. just carnage, and like that's what we look forward to. Like your average golfer wants to see a tour pro shoot eighty. Like it looks, it's it's fun for us, right? Like yeah. oh, actually human beings. <laughs> and the PGA is just like who's going to shoot sixteen under probably, and that's let's just move on. Like you know, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a Kiowa because we might actually see some carnage. It might play really. Yeah. Well. Um, so I'm a little bit more excited for this one, but, um, it's just, you know, your traditional venues, they need to switch it up, go to different spots, make it more fun. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Um, so, so to that point, so, the, so this one is always at Kiwi Island or is it, does it move around? This one moves move. around. It does. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, 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 like Claude was saying, I mean, I, I was looking at it online here and it just didn't. I didn't even remember uh, remember last year or anything about it, and uh, you know, it's just to me, it's just an it, it's almost comes out. It's just another tournament. Tournament, you know yeah. Did I mean? Brooks win last year? Did, I think right? it was Holland, was that Colin Morikawa? That's how I, I, yeah. I got to play devil's advocate here and put some respect on PGA Championship's name. I mean, look, <laughs> I'm not. I don't disagree, Garrett. That maybe it's not always exciting, and we get some. I think, and uh, I think at Kiwa, uh, Rory won. I think I have it right here. Right, yeah, yeah, Kiwi won. Yeah, he won in 13. twelve. Yeah, thir- yeah, well, wait, 13 under. So in terms yeah. of the scoring, yeah. it does – I think that's the part where we don't get the drama and it feels like another tournament. But in terms of tournaments, the U.S. Open is 126 years old. The PGA Championship is only like 105 years old. So they're not – it has long history, but uh, it did start mm-hmm. off as a match play event and it went through some iterations before it finally got to where it yep. is as the, as, the, as the fourth major. I do think, I do think the move uh, a couple of years ago to put it second, I do I think that know. was – I do think that was smart on their part. Mm-hmm. Hold on, so here's why. So oh, I agree with you. Oh, oh yeah, because because it, clo- it used to close and then it would get lost. So at least right. now it's like, hey, we're gonna sandwich this between the two you care about, the Masters, right? And, and, <laughs> and, then, open, and then we close, you know, with the with the Open Championship or whatever. Right. It's kind of like uh, if you had a song and somebody was trash, you put them like kind of like in the middle, like, right? In the middle, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah you don't let them close. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so so yeah, I, I do want to say that it, it does have a long history, but it, you know, overall, you're right. The dramas, for some reason, just is just isn't there. Even though the field is strong, I do wonder if I, I would. Oh man, I would love to talk to a tour player. Say they would never admit this on, on the on the record, but I wonder if like offline they themselves, like if you only have like a PGA Championship as your major, if they kind of like, well, I mean. Like just one in general or? Yeah, yeah, like if you're only majors in PGA Championship, it still counts. I mean, that's a major. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if other pros are kind of like, eh, you got the you got the weak major, you got the regular tournament major, you need to come get me at the U.S. Open yeah. or the Masters <laughs> or the Open Championship. Uh, maybe not, you know, I mean, major winners is probably not. It's such an exclusive club. Maybe they don't do that. But, you know, perhaps they do. But, um, yeah, I am looking forward to I am looking forward to uh, seeing uh, Kiwa Island in, in action again. Um, this is back, like I said, with Roy Run in, in, in 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2012. And we'll talk about some of the betting stuff later, but Keegan is a storyline here. Keegan Bradley come, making a resurgence from, you know, being kind of uh, out of it for a while, you know, from 10 years ago. That was his time to 2011 to 2010 to like 2012. So mm-hmm. uh, it'll be cool to see them go back there. But I, I will admit it is it is probably like the third or probably the fourth. Most Sometimes I put it even the behind the major. player's championship. Right. It's like, it's I, I will not, no, no, I will not have your disrespect, Clyde. You will not put the player's championship with your, weird, with your, with your, uh, your you know, your, your green, with your gimmicky green there. I mean, that's a good, of course. I'm not going to disrespect, but it's still a major, but it's definitely the fourth one for me. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about some storylines. We'll start with LB. We'll go Vern. I have none. Garrett. Okay, you have no story. <laughs> All right, so then what we'll do is we'll start with water. Yeah, we'll, we'll start with uh, Vern, uh, okay. and then Garrett, and then I'll and I'll follow up with a few storylines that I'm watching in case you guys uh, <laughs> don't hit it. That if, the, if there's any, I mean, maybe your storyline is just what you know what the odds are on, on yeah, some players money. and, and where, where uh, we're putting so money. Yeah, whatever your whatever your line is on it. They kind of dovetail. They the odds and stuff that like the stuff that they're writing about kind of matches up with like where the odds are because I mean basically you're talking about public money, like people betting on stuff, so. Um, the two, the three that I keep hearing about are basically Roy defending at Kiowa, Colin mm-hmm. defending from last year because he won at TPC Harding, mm-hmm. uh, Harding Park. <clears throat> was it Champions I think, yeah. And yeah. then, um, and then uh, uh, Keegan Bradley, sort of uh, on the on the outside yeah, as as a uh, as a long shot. Those are the three things that I keep seeing uh, written about the most. And then, of course, they just keep attacking each individual player's um, you know story about it. Uh, um, like for instance, Ricky is, is coming up a lot with like, oh, you know, he got a. Somebody just waved him in because, you know, he hasn't been playing that well. And I, I want him mm-hmm. to do well. I want him to do well. I, I would actually prefer, but I think the best outcome, I'd actually like Ricky to win just to just to bleep on everybody and just get immediately <laughs> into the U.S. Open and just flex, mm-hmm. you know. Uh-huh. But, uh, Is he actually, actually in the field? He can get he's in the field. He got an exception. He got an exception. Yeah. Oh, he got an exception. Oh, okay. yeah, because he's, okay. yeah, he's, yeah, so um, – but outside of that, that's I don't really have anything coming. You know, I, I, my thing is I'm going to watch Roy because Roy just won. So I just want to see if he can continue that on a course that he played well at. And again, we'll get into some of the details why he played well there uh, later on. But yeah, um, that's that's really all I'm looking for there. Claus. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I want to interject something. I I said I didn't have anything. I do have a one thing. Sam Burns, who came Ooh. in, he came in second uh, mm-hmm. this week. He what he won yeah. last week, week before last, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he came in second this week. So he's. You know, golf is all about the hot. Who's hot? Yes. And right now, he's he's been playing well the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how. And I'm, I'm looking at the course now, so I'm at least in my in my vision looking at it. It looks like it's a uh, link style course. I don't know if that's true. That, that is correct. That's how I understand it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if if Sam has an affinity for link style courses. It's a PB dot uh, course, I believe. Uh, yeah. 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 P and his his Alice his wife uh, his wife. His his wife Alice mm-hmm. uh, designed it. Uh, I don't know what she does in the design part, but it's, I'm looking at it now. They said she okay. helped, she helped design it. Um, so I wonder if Sam Burns can continue his hot streak and be in the mix for this uh, for this championship. That's okay. all I got. All right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So uh, PJ Championship, Garrett, what are you watching out for? Um, number one, Bryson. All in on Bryson at a course. <laughs> And 7,800 yards. Okay. Mm. Uh, oh, you know what? So before you go any further, what's your take on Bryson and this whole thing as far as, you know, balking up, I'm going all distance? Because we, 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 we slam him on the, on the show. But it's not because we don't like him. We yeah. realize yeah. that it's it's because he's just the guy that you make he's fun goofy. of. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah, for sure. But I love what he's doing. I think it's mm. great. Like, yeah. everyone complained about distance. He was like, all right, cool. Watch what I'm going to do. I'm uh-huh. gonna- 
60 on every single hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also like, and, you, and, 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 and I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but you no, know, good, good. because the type of guy Bryson is, you know what, you know what I think he enjoys now even more than some of the success that he's seen because of the distance. He enjoys the fact that he's taking people like Roy McElroy out of their game to where they see what he does. And now yeah. they're trying to do d- the he's whole distant thing and it doesn't work for them. And he's like, yeah. look at all these guys changing up what they do because of what they see me do. <laughs> and, and, and I can just see this, you know, just this satisfied look on his face, this smirk. That's just right. like typical Bryson. Yeah. I, I like what he's doing because I don't think people realize how hard it is. Like, mm-hmm. To yeah. swing that fast and hit it that relatively straight. Mm-hmm. I don't think people have a true appreciation for swinging up yeah. hundred and what thirty-five miles an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I do. I'm up there. I'm with you. I, me and Bryce, <laughs> you're, you're, no, no, no. <laughs> no, but Bern, you're 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 learning how to hit it hard or faster. It's hard, right? Like it yeah. is. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Like it's exhausting. So like it I appreciate mm-hmm. what he's doing. I love what he's doing. He's actually opened up to like what strategy is in golf. Like hit it as far as you can in a certain window, and like. Mm-hmm. It, gain more strokes on the field than someone who putts relatively well yeah he's he's found that out and just gotten really good at it he could have ruined his game by the way like could have yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the Um, risk yeah he said he got he won a uh, major and he's won a couple times but Mm um i I mean he's a storyline so far rory won back in 2012 or 2013 and he hit then um rory is a storyline for me like at some point like winning regular tournaments has got to stop like you got to win another major yeah and too long um, to, I, I just don't know if Rory really cares. I, he cares. I don't know if he's like, I don't know if he has that like Tiger or Brooks like. Mm-mm. We debate this. I, I just no, don't know if no. he has that in yeah. him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't think so either. And then my my last is Jordan. Like mm. Jordan uh, was on the No Lang Up podcast, and he talked about how out of fifty four players, guess where he ranked in putting the week. First. 52nd. Oh, wow. And he finished third place. <laughs> so, like, he was, he was obviously super pissed and upset about that because he drove it the best he's driven in a while and he's hitting right. his the best he's hit it since that, that 04 to or that 14 to 15, 16 run. Right. So, like, I'm all in on Jordan this week, but I don't know if 78 might be a little too much. So, he's like, he's just a storyline. Can he break through and win another major? Can Rory finally get it done? Or. Mm-hmm just gonna be bryson and do what he does and do what he does uh, as a side note real quick on that on that what you said about the distance and i'm asking this as an instructor I, I, so as i've I, i'm chasing this thing right these numbers and this and, it, and yeah. it works out and i finally start getting it and i see the results yeah and and to all the zeal you know to all the the golf purist zealots out there who are like oh bryson's gonna ruin the game I, i'm not i'm not legit comparing myself to bryson but basically if you if you, you try, if you yeah, try to get mean. if you try to get longer and you start yeah. to do it it's like I, I compared it i was talking to glenn about it i compared it to speed in football or basketball mm-hmm. where oh. sure, it's it's a tool in the toolbox mm-hmm. to help you score it does not negate golf golf is still hard as hell you can i mean right. if you saw bryson yeah. at the masters would you say that like yeah. like basically like uh obviously it, it, it uh it's not was it causation versus correlate correlation it correlates with winning but it doesn't cause winning. You still have to chip and putt and everything else. And the game is still, uh, the, the game is still the game. You, you know, you just added an advantage to your bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think people give Bryson enough credit for his putting change. Like, does anyone notice he went from like one thirtieth to like nineteenth in strokes mm-hmm. game? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Like, so that part, like, people just kind of ignore because you know it's fun to pick up Bryson and it is. But I would tell anyone to learn to hit it farther if they can. Like, right. if you can hit it farther, do it. Like, learn. Yeah. Faster. Everyone should do it. There's a benefit in hitting a nine iron compared to a six iron. Exactly. Like yes. Bryson has found out that like, yes, angles are do matter in the grand scheme of golf. But like, if I can give Vernon a wedge compared to my six iron, if I have a better angle with a six iron, Vernon's going to hit it closer than me like seven out of ten times. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. You're going to mm-hmm. score better. Like, mm-hmm. um, and if golf purists don't like Bryson, well, get ready because yep. they're coming. The kids, yeah. the kids in high school and college, man, all swing 130 miles an hour and they all hit it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't like Bryson, get ready for a bunch of kids that are going to come up in a mile. Mm-hmm. They all are. Um, you punks are still in the game. But if you like, if you look, if you look back to like, you know, Jack's days, like Jack blew it by everybody. You know, yeah. Tiger yeah. came onto the field when Tiger, you know, blew up in 97, 98, mm-hmm. and like he hit it past everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then golf peers were like, all right, let's tiger proof a golf course. Worst thing you could do because now 
now he has an, a six iron into a par four and you have a hybrid into a par four. Right. You didn't tiger proof it. You made it harder for everybody who's not tiger. Exactly. Right. Is, so yeah. So like <laughs> di- distance, if, like you said, Vern, if you can, if you can hit it farther, if you can swing faster, do it. Yes. At all. Hmm. Interesting there. And so you guys hit all the storylines for me, Vern. We'll come to the gambling um, um, right after this. But one thing that I'm, I'm going to look out for is the is what we've been calling the year of the old guy. I mean, the old dudes on tour have been playing very well. And, you know, Stuart Sink, I believe, has two wins um, in 2021. Uh, maybe not this year, but in the wraparound season. I believe he has yeah, two wins. He has two. Stuart Sink, yeah. 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 And so I'm I'm looking forward to see, you know, if if we can get an old head up here winning the PGA mm-hmm. Championship, nah. since it is the lesser of the four majors. It's too long <laughs> for the old heads. <laughs> I think it's too long. For, yeah. think, think Kia Wild is going to play too tough for, for mm-hmm. the older dudes. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. That's the one I'm watching. So Vern, let's 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 look down this. Uh, let's give us what odds caught your eye, bro. Uh, all right. So uh, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try to keep this quick. Basically, all your favorites: Rory, John, Justin Thomas, all uh, all at about you know ten to twelve to one. You know, a thousand, twelve hundred plus. You know, plus twelve hundred. Jordan Spieth, um, Colin, defending champion. 20 uh uh, uh 2800 to one which is which is kind of there i don't know they're, they're fading him a little bit here and mm-hmm. this, here's why i find that entry so uh we usually talk about what stats are necessary for the major coming up if you're going to go do your own gambling you want to look up some stuff really quickly so, a lot of the same stuff strokes gained off the tee bryson is number one of course he's the number one in that category um rom and hovland are in the top 10 strokes gained approach uh we got names in this in the top 10 keegan bradley and colin morikawa Okay. And approach. So I don't know why why they're fading. You know, maybe public money just doesn't like Colin. They're really hammering. Like John Rahm is interestingly just seems to get hammered a lot in these majors. Not uh, not unfairly. Mm-hmm. He's like yeah. that, but um, you know, for him to be a a, a, a better option than Colin is is uh it's interesting to me. Uh, anyway, par four efficiency. Um, top ten. We got a uh, Cantlay, Colin Morikawa again, Bryson DeChambeau, James Hahn. Uh, sand save percentage. This is this is key. Uh, I think uh, before we were on, Garrett was talking about the course. Lots of bunkers protecting big greens mm-hmm. uh, out here at uh, Kiowa Island. And so um, Bryson again, JT and Justin Rose top ten in sand save percentage. And last last but not least, bogey avoidance. You talked about. I don't know how old Webb Simpson is, but he's the only big name in the top ten in bogey avoidance, which is the classic old man game. It's like, hey, how did this guy shoot? How did he take on my money and shoot seventy five? He didn't get it, but I'm longer than him. Doesn't matter. You can't yeah. score. <laughs> um, Keegan Bradley's a dark horse for this tournament, even though he mm-hmm. played well at Keogh Island at 100 to 1. So, here's something you need to know about the course, just for those who are degenerate like me who get like into the details. The grass <laughs> is called uh, Pespalum, Pespalum grass, which is basically, if you don't, you don't even know what it is, basically, it's that mm-hmm. spongy, sort of grippy type grass. We've probably all played at least one course where you walk out there and you're walking on the fairways and it feels like a, like a, it feels very springy. Yeah. Like, oh, get it a lot of, you get that a lot in the South after, well, it, it, because it's, yeah, Florida yeah, and places like that. Yeah, exactly. This grass is very grippy. It's receptive to good, uh, 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 good wedge players, good iron players because they can hold the greens even more back in 2012. Uh, Rory McIlroy said it just really grabs the ball. Um, so you can be aggressive with your chip shots and definitely be aggressive with your wedge shots too. So look out for that. Uh, guys who are, are uh, elite ball strikers are going to have a, a, a great time here. Uh, yeah, elite ball strikers tend to do it like even Keegan Bradley. They do well in these greens because they can uh, hold them uh, very well. So, uh, oh, and so last, last but not least, so Xander Shoffley and Victor Hovland, uh, also a little bit, I feel like they should be higher uh, based mm-hmm. on where they are statistically with like strokes gained and some of these other stats, but they're also sitting at about uh, plus 2,200. But uh, that's the storyline for me. Like, I'm just looking to see what the ball strikers do next week with the gambling. I don't want to, there's really not too many more details. Oh, weather wise, 79 and sunny all next week. I did look that yeah, up. It's going to be nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a problem. I'm just letting you know, but I did look it up uh, just to see if there was going to be wind, rain, stuff like that. Right now, no rain in the forecast, 79, sunny, a little mm-hmm. bit cloudy. So, grippy greens, decent weather. We should have a, it, it might go low. It might go low, but it might be carnage like, like, uh, like Garrett said. There will be wind. <laughs> Yeah, there will be wind. Yeah, you can't always win. Yeah, go because you're off the coast. Yeah, on the ocean. Yeah, yeah. With DJ, DJ is not winning. I'm looking at the list now. DJ is not winning. <laughs> Rom's not winning. I wouldn't mind JT winning, but I think the last I'm trying to remember what he did last week. I don't think he was anything. Bryson is 14 to one. I'm not a speed fan. I don't know if you, Gary, if you're a speed fan. I'm, I'm not a Jordan speed fan, so I hope he does not win. Um, yeah, Brooks, so, so, Brooks' knee is still oh, oh, oh. is still messed up. 
because he was hobbling around the other day uh, at this tournament, but he missed the cut at the AT&T Byron Nelson. Yeah. So he's 20 to one. So I don't know why he... Yeah, I got him at 2,800. For those who don't gamble, when you see these names up, like even Spieth, Spieth is higher than Colin Morikawa mm-hmm. and Garrett Stutley pointed out that this course is 7,800 yards long and Spieth ain't, ain't quite, you know, that's going to be a challenge for him. You know, hopefully right. he might rise to the occasion, but, and Brooks, Brooks being in here doesn't make right. any sense. So, a- again, exactly. Why is that's he just chalk. That? That's just chalk. Yeah. It's just public money going after names that they know. So uh, yeah. if you want, like I said, I, I think Keegan at 100 to one, uh, is 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 a solid bet. Don't pick him to win. Just pick him to get a top five. They'll probably give you something like you know oh, okay. 50, 50 or sixty to one. Uh, uh, he pl- he's played well at the course before, and again, this is a you know the kind of course I guess he, he does well at. So and that's good mm-hmm. value. That's pretty good value. Sprinkle a little bit of money on that. Just sprinkle, sprinkle. Right. Do it responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkle, sprinkle. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> Sam Burns sixty six to one. The guy I was talking about earlier. He's yeah. sixty six to one. Yeah, he's hot right now. He's hot. I would yeah. I would look up guys like that and do a lot of top twenty and top ten bets. Exactly, uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. Where you can actually make some money on those plus like 250 to plus 450 guys, the top 20 and top 10. Mm-hmm. That's what we did last year. The only money we made at the uh, – I, I try not to give picks anymore, uh, Gary, because we, we, we got crushed at the Masters, but the only guy who made his money happens. was, a, yeah, was the top 10 with Cam Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's hard it, as hell better. Uh, Cam Smith, me and my buddy had him to top 20, top 10, and top 5. Yes. Wow. He made, he made double on 15, I think, on Saturday when he was in it and making a oh. charge. And then he made another horrible double, I think, on Sunday that would have, oh. which would have got us top five, top ten, and top ten, and top twenty. You got top twenty, yeah. top ten. Yeah, yeah. Our horse, our horse that we go with every year at the Masters. Me and my buddy uh, Carlo, shout out to my boy Carlo, um, is uh, Mark Leishman. Okay. Yeah. Top twenty, top ten machine at the Masters. Okay. Big Mark. Yeah. Lock that in for your top, your your twenty twenty two Masters pick. There you go. Right. You heard it here I first. I like this. I like this guy. Yeah. Have him on for the next hey, Garrett, what are you doing next about? week when we record? When we do this? <laughs> what are you doing? I'll be, I'll be in the same spot I'm at right now. Nice, nice, nice. We'll bring him in for all the gambling sessions. So we're going a little bit long, but uh, as we wrap up, Vern, um, let's yeah. let's we'll, we'll save the the clothes and the shoes uh, <laughs> for next for week. Next week. Yeah. But let's talk about this new type of golfer because it is a recurring thing we've been doing on, on the show <sighs> where we're trying to break down. How many people are in your group? I, like I said, I still believe that in, in our circle of people who we text and reach out to, when you combine, even if they're people who are specific to me, specific to you or to LB or to yeah. the group, we've yeah. got a pretty large group. And by yeah. the way, we also, I guess now I need to reach out to Garrett if he can pull away from golf tech and trying to help everybody else with the swing. We've got to invite him out to play yeah. Um, yeah. with the group. But this made you break down a different type of golfer. Yeah. So start and then where you are now with this thought. Yeah. I, I booked most of the rounds for for the three of us and in our extended group. And I was trying to, you know, sometimes there's a lot of this, this flake and I can't get guys. It's hard. And I just became frustrated. Like, how do I classify who, you know, these different golfers. And I started uh, incorrectly just assuming like, well, there's real guys like me who play anytime and everyone else just plays golf. But that's, that's one quick question. Do we want to start some golf beef and name some names of people who you are? No, 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 <laughs> I, I basically broke it down into categories where I had like, uh, uh, you know, you got weekday only guys, you got weekend only guys. Um, um, we got travels. These guys travel. This would be like pretty much all three of us. Uh, Aaron, uh, down to go anytime. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the different kind of labels I use. But I realized what I was really focusing in on is reliability. Mm-hmm. Whatever your status is, whatever your status is, if, it's, if you're a weekday guy and I, and I call you up on a weekday, are you going to flake, you know, mm-hmm. two days before? Um, like like Lamar, important. our buddy Lamar. We know Lamar plays weekdays. He doesn't really do weekends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know that. So I won't Steve even ask Krupen, him. Steve Krupen. Steve unless Krupen, he's yeah, on Steve. unless he's on the Eastern Shore. Yeah, he'll do a weekend out there at his yeah. club. But weekday is better better than right. All right. Mm-hmm. For those who book golf, knowing your crew is essential. Don't you know if you got a guy who only like you said if he only plays weekdays, don't even ask him on the weekend because you'll be mad if he like half commits and gets out. He doesn't play on the weekend, or if he just right. knows you get out the gate. You know what I'm saying? So don't be mad at those guys. But the ones that get me are the guys that are like, that I'm counting on. They've been good. And then I have to relegate them. So there is such a thing as relegation. It's very detailed. Right. I won't go into detail. But basically, <laughs> give me two or three, you know, yeah, I'm in. And then day before, oh, yeah, oh, well, you know, uh, trip number mm. day, whatever. And then you're out. <laughs> then after the third one, I'm going to send you this text. I'm going to say, hey, man, we play every weekend. Text me when you're ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> that means you won't get any more texts from me about mm-hmm. when to play or what, because I'm done with you because you flaked out. And then now I have to go like battle with the pro shop guy about 
getting charged. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. right. yeah, yeah. Because yep. here's what I will say for those who book. Prior to COVID, I, I rarely did I have to have a conversation about that. Most, if, if you booked, if I booked four and three showed up, they'd be like, whatever, they're not tripping. Mm-hmm. Or two and they pair us with somebody. Maybe they say something like, hey, try to call us next time. But for the most part, but I've learned after COVID, when everybody's trying to get this money, they're enforcing these policies. They're enforcing these no-show policies. Not that I never show or Claude or LB, but we've got other guys who have fallen in reliability. Yeah. So if you got guys in your circle, who are, you just need them to be reliable. Whatever classification they are, weekends, that you miss that third, I just want them to be reliable. And if your average goes down, you out, you out, you relegation, you outside the Premier League, you're done. You know what I'm saying? See, what, what ultimately, ultimately what happens is you then have to you have to institute your own like you have to become the pro shop at this point. Like you have to yeah, say, basically. hey, if if we're Saturday noon, if you if you don't tell me by mm-hmm. Friday cancel. at yep. noon that you can't mm-hmm. play, you owe me the the you know your green yeah. fee, even if yeah. you don't show up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I would say I would push it out even further, 48 hours, because it's 24 hours for the course. Right. But 40 hours for me because now I have to scramble to find all my reliable guys. They're all taken yeah. up. Or, or or call the course and let them know, hey, instead of four for Saturday, yeah. we only have two. Yeah. For them and, to um, change it. And ultimately, this is just frustration for me being a booker guy, just not being able to find guys who play golf. It just be, and I'll just be judging the hell out of like the other couple. Like, <laughs> yeah, even, you know, just not knowing what's going on in their lives. It's completely unfounded and unfair. Yeah. It's like, hey, can you go? <laughs> oh, well, you know, I got to paint. So I don't paint? What are you doing? Paint? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, paint bro. during the week, I, man. Yeah, yeah, I got you do your, all your housework during the week. But, but, but that's what's so wild. It's like, you know, painting a wall, I know all the stress your wife might be putting on you, but that's not something that you have to do on yeah. a specific day, it's like yeah. I have to paint. I don't yeah. have to paint today. You can paint. Well, the yeah. paint ain't going anywhere, and the wall's not going anywhere. Do, do you have so? Do you have known guys, Garrett, where it's basically like like you have your A list, your B list, like a, like different tiers that you go through? And yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. If I was you though, as a joke, well, not a joke, being somewhat serious, I would start sending like an Apple Pay request with the dollar amount. Hey, you want to like to reserve your spot? Just which? Yeah, two, three times, eighty-five bucks for Lake Presidential on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Don't pay this in 24 hours. I'm filling your spot. Yeah. Ooh, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You know what that, we should do? We you know should, what? Yeah. If it's your credit card that's on the line, man. Uh. Uh-uh. uh No way. Yeah. yeah. We should develop some sort of app where you download the app and you're the you're the 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 golf booker for your yeah. for your group. Yeah. And anyone who wants to play on this day, you put them in on the app and you lock them in, and it sends everyone a request. And you're not locked in until you pay. Yep. And, and now, if you do this, I will call the course and I'll put it on my card. But you've already paid me in advance for your round. So if right. you back out there, and there are no refunds, if you back out, right. you, you back know, out. it's on yeah. you to find somebody else. And if that yep. person can fill in, then they'll pay you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm. most, most of the time, I've had pretty good. Most of my friends are all pretty hardcore golfers, so I don't really have to worry about them. Right. First right. thing you got to worry about, and we all I'm sure have that one friend on a golf trip that gets a little has a little too much. <laughs> This time the next morning, but we all have the guys that no matter what, they will never miss a time. They will be there, mm-hmm. yeah. no matter yeah. what. Those are the yeah. most reliable. No matter how drunk they get, no matter how they stay up, they'll be there on the first tee uh-huh. a minute before, but they'll still be there. That's, Those are the that's best. Me. That's me, definitely. I'm definitely showing up, agitating off. Yeah, I'm getting dressed in the fairway. Yeah, yeah, it's all matters. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. And like Claude said, for the most part, our group is is uh, is pretty reliable. I just had to get in touch with. Who are, you know, what, when do these guys play? Because to be fair, I, I talked to Claude and LB. I was, after I had my kids, first I was out of the game for like a little bit, for like a year. <laughs> then yeah. I came back as a weekends only guy I and I would show that. up a second before tea time. And yeah. then now I'm slowly getting back to basically playing anytime weekdays and stuff like that. But we do have a, uh, we do have a class A tier section reserved pretty much for Aaron um, Coach Howard. I'm calling out names, Aaron Coach Howard. Um, <laughs> who else? Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn is in there. Glenn is in there. And for the weekday guys, Steve Crouppen, uh, he would be in there as well because he's going on band. He's going to band with us. And that's pretty much it. If you didn't hear your name called, that means you flaked out. Or- <laughs> <You're all laughs> oh, and, oh, I'm sorry. And Damon, Damon, I'm going to shout you out. I know you don't listen to the show, but it's fine. Damon's down too. <laughs> if, if, if he commits, if he commits, he's in. And for the yeah. most part, Rick, Rick McCormick, there is this one guy. I don't know if you have this guy, Gary. This is the last thing I'll say about it. There's always one guy, the money guy. This is the guy. So I, that's mm-hmm. what I, the classification I use for Rick. Rick is, he's reliable, but he's the guy, hey, man, we're playing, uh, you know, hit him with Cannon Club. Of course, he's never heard of before, Cannon Club. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I want to play. Where is it? It's in Maryland. Oh, where? Okay, it's over here. 
Well, how much? It's like, bro, do you have Google? When it, what time? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. And it, it, it's bro. The string just it's just a series yes. of it's, it's almost like a depo- question. It's like a yeah. fucking deposition or something at a courtroom. <laughs> it's like seven thirty. Yes. Okay. I think I'm in. God damn it, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so he's one of one. We only have a few guys like that. Most guys are either in or out, but he's he's he'll ask you a million and one questions and then he'll 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 mess around it. And he always those, we, are the people I, I will, just gotta, those are the people you just gotta mess with though. Just like mess message them back, Google.com. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta mess with them back. Those are the people you just gotta mess with. We do, we my, do it. That's what some of my friends would do. If I asked those questions, they would literally say, Garrett, go Google it. We'll yeah. see. And that's, that's the issue when you're the booker. I mean, when you're not, you don't, I'm like, so I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm not in touch with Vern's texting or calling, emailing people, seeing who can play what time call. Cause then you got to call the course figure. Cause and tea times are hard to come by nowadays. Yeah, so you got to get the tea time calling everybody doing this. Okay. Got my four. Okay. Now we don't know who else do I go to? So I'm totally out of touch with what it takes to I, do that. I do wonder what that is like from you guys' perspective. It'll be in Claude, like, because mm-hmm. I do like even today, like after today's rounds, like, Hey, what's up with Sunday? Because I know it's Sunday now and I have to book ahead of time. You have to. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm more got, surprised. Yeah. I'm more surprised the boom has stayed. I thought, Me too. I thought golf would be dying out by now. hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought, I thought all the fair the fans not. would be like, would be like, oh, I'm struggling. This sucks. I'm out. I'm going to go. Yeah. To the- yep. Yeah. But it's not like my, like all my friends that are able to play, you know, on the weekends and during the week, like, I can never get a tee time. Like ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you don't get it a week out, like you're not going to be able to find like your normal spots that you like because they're gone like that now, which is great. It's good for golf. You need more. Mm-hmm. Of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But if, if, for those who are listening, if your booker texts you, don't ignore your booker, Claude Nilby. Don't ignore your booker. <laughs> all right. Because I didn't ignore you. I'm not here I, this I weekend. I know you're not here. I know you're not here. I, was, I know it wasn't for you. But everybody, I'm, and I feel like I'm annoying sometimes because I send them out and I send them out. But the day I stop booking, people are going to be like, hey, what the hell? Why are we uh-huh. this week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nice. All right, folks, that's it for Golf DMV. We'll have more on the PJ Championship, obviously, uh, next week. Uh, and LB's going to uh, Louisville. Louisville. Going yes. to check out the APGA. They got a tournament coming down there. I think we'll – will we have the show before that, before you go see them? Well, I don't know when we're going to record. The tournament is on is Monday, Tuesday, so I, I'm not coming back till Monday night. So we can oh. record Sunday before or we can record Monday late. Little show, little show meeting at the end of the podcast. Little show meeting at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Don't hey, you guys who are listening, don't you worry about any of this. We'll make sure that you yeah. have a new show on Tuesday. Make sure you have a show. Yes. Whether or not we do the APGA, I don't know, but we'll see. Garrett, thank you so much for joining us. We got to make sure we have yeah, you back, bro. Uh, it's Golf DMV, folks.